My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I'm your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hi again, everyone, and welcome back to the season four premiere of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Marilyn Schuff, the IAUG Board of Directors President, and Hardy Myers, the Senior Vice President of Strategy and Business Development at Avaya. They had a lot of great things to talk about, and you'll hear me kind of take a step back in this episode because I could not interrupt their conversation. But Hardy and Marilyn really took the opportunity to discuss where Avaya is going in the future, where they've been in the past, and what you can expect to see from them in the coming days. So I encourage you to listen through and look forward to next week's episode. This episode will be a two-parter, so we will be premiering the first half of their conversation this week and the second half next week. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Marilyn Shuck. I am the president of IAUG, and I'm here today with uh, Hardy Myers from Avaya, and I'm really excited. Hardy is the senior vice president of strategy uh, and business development. He's been with Avaya for about seven months now. Hardy and I are are good friends. We go back a long way, but um, today we're going to be talking about all things Avaya and IAUG. So, you know, Hardy, how, how do you feel about, you know, what's happened in the last few months that you've been there? And how do you see um, the goals for Avaya going forward in, in 2020? Well, that's a great question, Marilyn. And, and uh, if I could, if you could indulge me for just 30 seconds uh, before I dive into that, because that could be a 10, 15 minute discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I would just mention, and first of all, thank you for the partnership. A great partnership of Avaya and IAUG, um, really, really important to our business. And uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about Engage this year. Um, you, there are some things that haven't been announced yet, which will be announced shortly that are, I think will get people really excited around, um, again, Avaya's commitment to the event and bringing in outside uh, subject matter experts to, to help expand um, not only uh, our customers' education on what Avaya is doing and how how it's innovating and its strategy, but also what's happening in the IT world in general and communi- in the world of communication. So, um, And then, of course, as I think many of you might already know, we have Magic Johnson um, as, a, as, a, as a guest speaker, and, and I am so excited about that personally, given that I'm a long-suffering Laker fan, recently long-suffering Laker fan, uh, but Magic Johnson is one of those, you know, uh, celebrities, sports, sports figures, uh, leaders, leaders that I've always wanted to hear speak. So, so between my teaser on what we will be announcing about coming, as well as the known Magic Johnson, and and of course all the great content that's been created both by IOG um, and Avaya, uh, this is going to be an a, 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 an engage not to miss in February. So strongly encourage everyone to attend um, uh, the, 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 uh, the show. Yeah, I can't agree more. I, you know, being kind of on the inside of it, as you are too, we're seeing what's uh, evolving. And I have to tell, you know, our members and your customers and the partners how, um, how much more interactive this is going to be as far as customers telling their story via, you know, giving us all sorts of new innovative ways to, to, to deal with the products that are coming forward. And again, you know, I'm really excited about Magic Johnson myself, a basketball fan forever. Um, you know, up here in Seattle, we don't have the Sonics anymore. So I'm kind of sad about that, but I, I'm really excited about seeing Magic Johnson. He's another one that I've wanted to see for a long time too. And also, you know, the big game, 
that, you know, Avaya is throwing one of the biggest parties ever. So nobody wants to miss that. So um, make sure that yeah. you're going to be attending. And then, like you said, the content is just unbelievable this year. Uh, both groups, Avaya and IAUG, have worked together um, to bring just incredible content. So I'm really happy. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to be partnering with you, um, with Avaya and also with you, Hardy. Um, it'll be nice for us to be in a, a situation where we can uh, work together because we've had a long time relationship. So um, yeah, so Agreed. I'm really excited about Agreed. that too. So everybody, cool. you know, IAUG.org and Avaya.com, you can register, um, get registered before um, it fills up. And keep your eye, eyes out for a couple more announcements about what's what, about. Yeah, it's agenda. it's so, going to be really exciting, everybody. A little yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah. back to your original question. Uh, yeah. So to your to your point, I, I arrived at Avaya um, sort of June first, and of course we were going through that uh, publicly disclosed strategic review process, uh, which culminated in our partnership with Ring Central, and I'll I'm going to cover Ring Central and. A little more granularity and and the and the offer uh, in a couple minutes, but um, what what I wanted to highlight for you was I think to 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 talk about FY twenty you got to kind of look back at FY nineteen, and um, it was a really great year for Avaya in many respects. Um, you know we executed really well on what Jim would refer to as our customer focused priorities, and of course one of those was to continue to expand our partnerships, and of course. The Ring partnership was one of the bigger ones that was announced, but you know, don't let's not forget about our relationship IBM, with Google, yeah. our emerging IBM, our announced mm -hmm. relationship with IBM, our relationship with Verant, of course, which has been a very long-standing relationship, um, Salesforce, and, and and Affinity. So we've got we continue to expand our uh, both large and smaller partner ecosystem, and and that really. Um, is important for our customers because, you know, the world going forward is about partnering. Um, it's about ecosystems. You know, when you, as you continue to evolve towards the cloud, you're consuming technologies, um, you know, from frankly, many different uh, technology partners. And, you know, that ability for Avaya, not only to support those partnerships, but interoperate with those, what I would call bigger players in the cloud space is a really important uh, element for, uh, for for our, for our, for our customers, so so and I think we did really well on that. And you know, it, it, I mean, that turns into a, a, if you will, a force multiplier for Avaya having those partnerships. And and I and I don't have to tell you, um, I know many of you who have been longstanding Avaya customers would appreciate this. In many cases, these partners are coming to Avaya. This isn't Avaya out. Um, you know, it, that isn't to say I'm not. We're not mm -hmm. actively working on a lot of business development. And you'll. I think in FY20, one of the things I, I when we look back at FY20, we will, um, I think everyone will will smile about is I do believe we will continue to uh, develop more and more partnerships as we continue to evolve our business more and more towards the cloud. Being mindful that you know a significant chunk of our customer base will continue to be in either a private cloud or on-prem for many many years. So, um, but I, I do expect FY20 to be a hallmark year for us. Uh, and again working on and developing and really leveraging our partnerships. I think, you know, we, with DevConnect, as you well know, um, we've got many, many partners and, and we as a company are really focused on continuing to, to work with those partners like we do with our customers to grow their business, to grow our mutual businesses. And, and frankly, to help our customers, our combined customers create, you know, really powerful business outcomes and, and improve their businesses, grow their businesses, create, 
yes. um, experiences yeah. that matter. Mm -hmm. using I've noticed too, right? going into Engage, that there is a lot well, of partners, yeah. new partners that will be um, on the showroom floor this year. So that's exciting. I, I agree with you. Avaya is making some that's really right. good headway right. um, with their partners. And when I get to strategy in a minute, you know, um, innovation is is really one of our core priorities. And, you know, it's been it's a hallmark of Avaya. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. Avaya was built on innovation, frankly, communication innovation. And, um, you know, I think it's one of those strengths of Avaya that we need to continue to really focus on, uh, if, if you will, amplifying, uh, because even though there's just tremendous innovation going on both at Avaya and with its partners, um, it, it, sometimes I don't, I'm just not sure that that gets out in, in the market as, as broadly and as widely disseminated as I would want it to see, or we would want it to see. So, so we're going to work real hard on that in FY20 as, as part of that, part of that, uh, part of our focus for FY20. Um, another thing for FY19, just to reflect on is, you know, mm -hmm. we continue to expand our cloud capabilities, you know, ready now, um, our private cloud offer, we, you know, we grew that substantially last year. And of course, that you asked about IBM. The announcement about IBM was really about expanding that relationship, or sorry, expanding right. that cloud delivery model globally. And so, um, you know, we went from really kind of a North American uh, EMEA-centric offer to, um, you know, a global offer with that announcement. That partnership with IBM is very, very important to that global delivery. And of course, you know, when people think of IA, they think global. And that's another one of our strengths. And, and you know, we just, and this is candidly one of the reasons why uh, um, Ring Central was so attracted to an Avaya partnership. What Avaya has globally, Ring aspires to, you know, achieve at, over some period of time. And the truth is, you know, we're in over 175 countries and, and uh, Ring today, you know, their offers are in seven to eight countries. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe nine uh, by the end of the year. But the point being is that together, um, not only do we, you know, deliver a, a joint, really powerful joint solution, but we also help them uh, expand their footprint globally as well. So that's another good example of how we working with our partners are helping not only them help us uh, with meet needs yeah. of our customers, but also grow their business. Um, another thing I think is really important, and, and, and this is this is a really important comment for, for our customers who, you know, are um, either, you know, still staying strong on premise, but desire to consume technology from the cloud or looking to change the consumption model, but remain on-prem or move to the private cloud and change the consumption model. And all those scenarios, which are very common enterprise, mid-market enterprise type scenarios, you know, I think we did a really superb job in FY19 in continuing to evolve, not only our portfolio, so what we call layered innovation, uh, which means simply stated, the ability to consume new Avaya technology while um, extending or, or you know maintaining some you know core element of your of your solution set um, in its current configuration, whether that's quote on prem or it's you know going to be consumed from a private cloud, but you want to shift as I mentioned to subscription. Yeah, on the on the subscription based engagement, how how is that going? How do you how do you see that working? I mean, we've got all kind of little scenarios in our, in our mind, but I mean, how does Avaya look at that? I mean, is it would it yeah, be towards yeah. the contact center? piece where someone wants to ramp well, up I, some some licenses at a certain time or or how is that going to be yep that's a great question so i i think it's mm -hmm. multi-dimensional okay and I, it's not to make it complicated um but but i think so let me just make one sort of oh how is it going one question, which i was <laughs> hoping you would ask which is how is it going um and, and I, yeah 
and I, and I, I will tell yeah. you, we're we're being we're being met with tremendous level of interest. Uh, and and by the way, it's it's not just subscription; it's sort of Avaya's continuous okay. evolution towards as a service, if you want to think of that. So it's it's that how do we consume technology? And subscription is a really important part of that, um, which enables customers to change from that you know annual kind of perpetual license maintenance cycle to an OPEX type consumption model. And, and um, I, I, for a lot of customers, that is top of mind. And that is kind of their, if you will, on-ramp to cloud. Because when you get to cloud, typically right. cloud is consumed mm-hmm. in an OPEX type manner. I mean, that's the general nature of it. Um, and, and, and subscription is really that first step uh, it, in my mind to, to, to that, that consumption model. And so there are quite a few customers, and, and even as simple as thing as device as a service, um, you know, has been met with tremendous interest and uh, from from our customers because you know a lot of times uh, budgets are tight, uh, but they really you know they've been arguably wanting to upgrade. They've been wanting to upgrade their their you know their their devices on on the on the desktop or certain elements of their population's devices, and those can be heavy lifts when it comes to um, you know to a, to an outright perpetual license or you know t- t- typical kind of uh, traditional software sale uh, and or upgrade. And so this this is a really unique opportunity mm-hmm. between subscri- subscription and so, like our device as a service offer, uh, as example, to be able to, to capitalize on that. And when I look at the Avaya base, I mean, I think that um, customers are uh, want to move forward in, in many cases and may not have the resources to do it, um, but they are nearing that point where it's pretty important that they do, whether it's for security reasons or, you know, they just need a refresh. And, and frankly, the, the, the more, as you well know, the more current you are on your Avaya technology, the more and more access you get, or sorry, I say the access you get to more and more of the advanced capabilities of the Avaya solution. So, because we're continuing to innovate at a very significant scale quarter, you know, month in, month out, quarter in, quarter out. And we, what we want in a perfect world, all of our customers would be, you know, within one or two uh, releases of, of the current release. And that's what we're working on. And, and subscription and devices of service yeah. and these kind of consumption model changes or offers is probably a better way to say it. All of these are designed to facilitate that um, that process. And, and we're seeing a lot of uh, interest in that. And I think this quarter even, you know, we should see quite a bit of, uh, of uptake in that. So, um, and then the other thing I think that's important for everybody to know, and this goes back, to, uh, I don't know if you brought this question up, but I know it's a question that's always top of mind, which is how is Avaya doing financially, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, I was going to ask that because you know what happened over the last year was a lot of that, you know, Mitel rumors yeah. and a lot of stuff. Customers had to like stand back for a second. And so, I was happy that, you know, the ring central thing happened and that kind of stopped. And how, how are you guys now um, dealing with customers that are saying, okay, I'm ready to go forward with the VIA and how are you financially? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And I would actually say we're in better financial condition than we've been in, in, in many, many years. So let me start by saying that. And you say, well, why, Hardy? <laughs> well, why, why, Hardy? <laughs> and, uh, so it's really a couple things. Um, one, uh, we continue to uh, continuously improve our business, and that means we st- we have um, ca- candidly industry leading metrics, whether it's revenue per employee, uh, EBITDA mm-hmm. percentage, 
cash in the bank, you know, liquidity. Um, all of these are really important metrics that, uh, and, and as you know, I'm a finance guy. I have a finance background. Yep. So, um, you know, when I, one of the, one of the things that I was so impressed with when I came to Avaya and I, and admittedly, I had a, had a perception uh, that was different than, than reality. And I came in and really spent a lot of time, of course, you know, working with the finance team and understanding Avaya's financial position and, uh, you know, our plans going forward and, and our margins and all those, all those elements of the financial profile and was uh, candidly extremely impressed. So, um, so, but of course, no one's resting on their laurels around Avaya um, and not that we're resting on laurels, but you get the idea. And, and the point is we're continuing to work on ways to uh, drive cost out of our business grow our revenue, increase our margins, do all the th- important sort of financial metrics, continuous improvement type stuff that, you know, uh, frankly, our shareholders expect us to do while focusing on growing top line growth. Now, the other element of this, and and this was, this was announced uh, in conjunction with the uh, Ring Central Partnership, was um, really executing on a ca- our capital allocation strategy in FY20 um, that was a, a sort of a sort of a sub element or a a second um, element of the announcements with Ring. And what that means very simply stated is we were going to focus on deleveraging, which which we will be doing or have done. Um, okay. um, and, and that's an ongoing process, but we, we've talked about making a, a pretty significant debt pay down um, in early mm-hmm. FY20. And then um, starting to repurchase um, uh, shares on, on the market um, to, and, 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 um, to use up some of our excess liquidity. Um, which, I, of course, I think for many Avaya customers might be a, a surprise to hear that in the sense of, but we do have a significant amount of liquidity. And um, we think that um, the one of the best uses of that excess liquidity is to uh, re, is to uh, is to acquire share, to buy shares back. And so we made an announcement on that. Um, and these are very typical corporate type capital allocation moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think they're very important to continue to drive the Avaya, to, to drive uh, shareholder values. So so those are all uh, really important things that we did in FY19, um, you know, beginning with, I, I think, uh, really uh, significant execution on the partnership side and ending, um, if you will, with a real clear message to our shareholders that we're going to continue to drive value, both from a uh, financial profile standpoint, as well as a capital allocation standpoint. I think that's a really important um, comment that you made, and it's it's good for our members and, and your customers to hear that. That's very open and and transparent. And um, I was I was looking at some stuff and thinking that it was going that direction too. But to hear it from you, knowing who your background and who you are, and how um, you would probably tell us, you know, if things were different. And so I appreciate that honesty and. Um, I'm happy to hear that. And I'm sure all the customers out there are going to be happy to hear that too. Um, We're kind of seeing little things like that happening. So I I think that's, it's really exciting. So, Yeah. And and the other thing I would just highlight is, and again, I think people's, uh, some people, I should mm-hmm. say, uh, perception of, because uh, this this can take us into the ring conversation now, I think, which would be a great yeah. segue. But, uh, and I do want to come back to strategy in a minute, but let, let me just finish mm-hmm. this point. Um, I, I, I think that people's perception of that transaction isn't necessarily uh, accurate relative to the strategic uh, importance and value of that transaction to mm-hmm. Avaya. And, and I'll talk about that in just okay. a minute. But, but the other point I was going to make is, you know, it, but this is back to your financial profile question. You know, Ring is now an investor in Avaya. They leaned into Avaya. And, uh, you know, if anyone had a doubt about Avaya's financial, uh, you know, 
profile, that, in my opinion, would be the final reason why you just cross that off the list. Because, you know, RingCentral has a a tremendous reputation. They're viewed as a leader. And I can assure you they did, you know, significant due diligence on Avaya. And and frankly, in my opinion, their their investment validates uh, the go-forward strategy and plans of Avaya. So so I think another point, I mean, that another leader in the space is making, you know, sort of putting their money where their mouth is, I think, again, should give customers great comfort about the future. Yeah, I hope so. Because I think that's, you know, in the last 12 months, it it was this really little cloud over by that you, you know, like you said, what really was kind of not being validated. I mean, you were seeing the inside and saying, you know, things are good. And then to have Ring Central come in and, and, and partner with you and find that, that financial, um, bonus was, I think it's, it's a good statement yeah. for customers to hear. And, you know, I'm always a proponent for Avaya in all sorts of ways. So I'm happy that, you know, we can get it out there to the members yep. and the customers about, you know, Hey, th- this is something that maybe you don't have to, you don't have to have this little thing dragging behind you anymore. You can go to your um, CIOs and your directors and stuff and start really talking the Avaya story, which is 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 a really like you said, it's they're an innovative company, and it's it's sometimes they get lost in that you know it gets lost um, to people. Yep, I, I agree, and and I think that, and again, this is the other sort of you know part of my mission uh, working with the the leadership team is is to continue to create clarity of message so that um iog members and uh you know and 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 all the critical senior management in technology in in companies can make confident decisions that have an avaya centric view to them and and for me what's important is not only um is it uh quote a safe decision to to make avaya but it's frankly the right decision, yeah. long-term decision to to make to, to buy a via. And and we, as you pointed out, unfortunately for some of the challenges we had the last few years, have not made that as easy as we should. Um, and 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 I think it it should be much much easier. And frankly, the financial issue isn't mm-hmm. an issue at this juncture. Now the key is the shifting the view of those customers and, and, and towards yep. the innovation and the strategic leadership that Avaya, uh, frankly, has um, relative to where communications is going. And um, the way I think of it, and, and I think many of you probably would think of it the same way, is, is that, you know, we helped as a company, we, we really helped, if not were the leaders in defining the, core, the current mm-hmm. state of enterprise communications. And, um, you know, it's our vision and it's our strategy to be the leader in defining the future of enterprise communications as well. And, um, you know, that really is a combination of, 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 of several elements, but, you know, the core tenets of that as a strategy is really shape that view of what, you know, cloud communications for enterprises looks like. And that's really through a combination of technology partnerships and, and really these, this flexible deployment models we've talked about, you know, whether it's, you know, enabling customers to transition their mm-hmm. technology seamlessly, or it's to change the consumption model to enable them to move forward in a, in a in an easier or let's call it lower friction, you know, standpoint. Like I can't get budget this year, but I really need to upgrade my yeah. <laughs> my core Avaya stack. Um, and candidly, you know, uh, really help customers modernize that install base. Uh, you know, with with alignment towards 
these new emerging solutions that customers naturally are going to want to consume, whether it's in an entirely, you know, the entire thing and or a piece. So, you know, taking a service from the cloud, leveraging mm -hmm. Avaya for, you know, CPaaS capabilities or adding UCAS, as we talked about with our Avaya Cloud Office or adding CCAS with our new IXCC offer coming out, you know, next year or, you know, adding collaboration with our new spaces capability coming out next year or candidly, upgrading and modernizing the core stack on-prem and really taking advantage of some of the great core technology we have today, which includes, as you know, in, you know, uh, you know, Equinox uh, for collaboration on the UC side, um, Oceana for digital channels on the CC side, Workspaces, which is a very powerful new desktop for contact center. It's, uh, the list goes on and on. I mean, there's just a tremendous amount of innovation of uh, that and that that customers can confidently move forward modernizing their install modernizing their base their core you know installed infrastructure knowing that avaya is helping define the future of what communications looks like and i, I can tell you whether whether you want you want it to be or not the future it does. does have a yeah, cloudy that's, that's a great um, analogy you know, it does forecast. yeah you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's a great analogy. It does. I, I mean, there's always there's going to be some piece uh, of your environment that's going to be cloud yeah, actually, in some in some form. It doesn't have to be everything. I love you know Steve Forkham's right. right. um, analogy about it. You know, you don't have to have it totally in the cloud. You know, you can have you can have your little pieces. Yeah, exactly. And and, and, and just FYI, the cloud yes. you know means a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, and, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it we, we have this debate and actually I'm really pleased to see that some of the analysts are starting to kind of reshape their view on, um, you know, what cloud means, um, because, you know, the, the, there, there have been some really sort of purists that, that define it very literally as a, mm -hmm. a technology, mm -hmm. um, sort of format is to keep it simple, uh, for everybody. And, and the truth is, it, it is in many cases not exactly that. And and as mm -hmm. you get bigger and, and as, as cust I mean, meaning bigger in size to customers, you know, it tends to be more uh, differentiated than that pure, you know, SaaS software as a service model that I think when we think like extreme cloud, we think of that or pure cloud. So so and 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 again. That isn't to say that some elements of your infrastructure or maybe at some point all of your infrastructure wouldn't be um, mm -hmm. that kind of business or that kind of uh, delivery model and consumption model. But, but the reality is between now and then, in many, many cases and for many, many of our customers, it's some hybrid version yeah. of, of cloud and it has elements of cloud. And, and I think, again, we see ourselves by virtue of our strength, both in premise private and public being able to deliver options to customers that frankly uniquely we will be the one large medium large enterprise global player that's going to our view is master that will be the one large medium large enterprise global player that's going to our view is master that that ability to deliver that that sort of cornucopia if you will of cloud options yeah so i i agree i think that's the it's exciting that that you're in that space right now and that you're going that direction
Thank you so much for listening to the season four premiere of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Marilyn and Hardy will continue their conversation next week, and you'll be able to tune in for that on Thursday afternoon. Be sure you go ahead and register for Avaya Engage. We're getting close to the event, and I know it's one you won't want to miss. We'll be watching the big game on Sunday at Chase Field with Avaya, as well as having some awesome sessions, a hackathon, Magic Johnson as our keynote speaker, and so much more. So be sure that you register now, and see you in February. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.